Hello, and welcome to the Parts Innovations Podcast, where we try to bring the best ideas and practices and distill them into actionable advice to help us all grow our parts businesses. If you haven't already, please check us out at partsinnovations.com. That is a project where we try to deliver the most valuable training available for this industry today, and it helps greatly to support this very podcast so that we can keep bringing these ideas to you. Thanks for being here, and let's get started. So today I want to go over some things that I learned in 2020 that I didn't have probably a strong enough grasp on uh, in 2019, and these things I'm absolutely going to carry over into the next year, and they are a part of my business plan going forward. So I've got five things after some reflection, after uh, this sort of long weekend, this is the 2nd of January, 2021. And yesterday, I, I just started to think about how different uh, 2020 was, especially when you compare it to the previous year, uh, which for me was a record-breaking year, you know, and, and we had some really high expectations for 2020. Uh, not all of those things were met. Some of them were kind of a surprise that came up and we we crushed some goals and, and fell short on many others. But I think we would be foolish not to look back and think about what we learned, think about how business has changed, um, you know, not only for the parts business, but for the markets in general. You know, people are shifting the way that they purchase things and parts is no different than that. Uh, you know, if, if you had an online presence already set up going into 2020, you know, you probably broke some records and, and that's some great foreseeing on those managers' parts, those teams' parts. And regardless of whether your year was uh, record-breaking or you lost half your business, I think that you should take some time to reflect and to write down some things that you learned. And maybe this can help you think about some of those things through what I learned. So let's go ahead. Let's get started with number one. So the first thing I learned, uh, never overreact to things that you cannot control. 2020 is the perfect example of looking at external factors that you just absolutely cannot control. And even though that they affect your business, you still can't control uh, you know, the mass hysteria and how the media portrays certain things. And, you know, all of these external factors that deeply, deeply affect how you run your business, number one, but also how you manage your team, you know? And so when we have employees who are super concerned and worried and scared, you know, when we're at the, the very beginning of all this, not overreacting to things you can't control means in that case, ensuring that we are calm and we're handling things intelligently. And we have some confidence and some conviction in the decisions that we're making um, and the things that we're doing going forward. And I just think that 2020 was a great example of um, kind of showing people that, look, you just can't, you can't focus so much on the things that you cannot control, but you have to be able to pivot. You have to be flexible. You have to be able to adjust to the things going on around you, knowing that it was completely unexpected um, and, and knowing that it could be a detriment to your business. The second thing I learned was the true nature of the people I work with and the people who work for me. I saw people step up um, that I would have never thought would have the ability 
or the confidence to do so, they stepped up and they led. They led through uh, the slumps. They led through the crazy times. They stayed calm. They stayed smart. And they knew that it rested on them, whether they were the janitor or the GM. How you portray yourself when you're in public or when you're at work, when you're in a group with your team, it spreads. It spreads to everybody else. You know, so if we have a bunch of people running around uh, like crazy and, and, and they're super worried and stressed out, well, everyone's going to start to feel that way and act that way. But I just saw some people who, you know, they stepped up, they led, they stayed calm. And the result was a, a safe place to go when we were at work. The result was building trust with the team, you know, and like I said, it could be from the janitor to the GM, but I, I just saw some, some folks who took the plunge and they said, look, I'm not going to let external factors control how I react or how I act in general. And that's a, a huge leadership quality. And those are people I'm going to keep around forever. The third thing that I learned as I was thinking back through 2020 is that focus is the most valuable asset in the world. I saw so many people completely lose their focus in 2020 due to everything that was going on. You know, if that happened to you, then it's really important that you do some reflection and, and you build into your plan some focus in 2021 because if you can't focus, if something external is knocking you out of your your focus, well, how can your team expect to rely on you? How can your team expect that you're going to make the right decisions for them and for their families? You know, you have to remember if, if you're a manager, if you're a leader, uh, if you manage a PL with a team, not only those people are relying on you, not only the business is relying on you, your GM's coming down on you, whatever, but the fam there's families involved. You know, there, there are people who rely on uh, you to make the right decision and you to have focus and to know what to do next. And, you know, it's okay to, to feel scared to make a decision, but being decisive and, and staying focused is 80% of what makes you successful in those endeavors. So, you know, those of you who had record-breaking years this year, con congrats to you. You know, I I'm going to go ahead and assume that you had a really high level of focus, not only this year, but uh, previously. And as I said, it's the most valuable asset in the world because those who could not stay focused this year, uh, well, we saw what happened to those businesses. And it's not always uh, someone's fault, but you have to understand, you know, the way that I look at leadership, the way that I look at management is through the lens of what I call extreme ownership or what Jocko calls extreme ownership, if you haven't read that book. And so the successes and the failures of the business that I run, they rest on my shoulders, you know, whether it's parts innovations, whether it's my team uh, at, at the dealership or in my automotive group, everything that happens is my fault, period. And as I said, you, you can't control some of the things that, that happened in 2020, but you can accept ownership of, of not being set up in the right way, of not having a plan to fall back on, of not sticking to some fundamentals. So uh, all of this is to say, you know, focus is the most valuable asset in the world. And if you don't have it, well, 
it's likely that you're going to lose in the future. The fourth thing I learned sort of ties in with number three, but that is that fundamentals are absolute key. I learned to just cling to my fundamentals more than ever. You know, I have a specific set of principles and operational excellence guidelines that I adhere to every day. And it was never more important to have those things sort of lined out and, and guide me through everything that happened this year. And, you know, I've, I've posted about this before if you, uh, if you follow me on LinkedIn. And this is why I posted it, because I think it's important that everyone think about this. This is, the, this is why I, I go back and I reflect on what has happened because I know that if I didn't have these principles and these, these guidelines for myself, that I would not have achieved what I achieved in 2020 and I just would not have learned what I learned in 2020. So let me take you through the 10 uh, what I call operational excellence guidelines. I have this posted up uh, in my office. I have a copy of this that is given out to each one of my employees and this is just how we operate. So number one, I will take care of my work equipment and physical surroundings, keeping them in order and organized. Everything I touch will be better off than I found it. Number two, I will develop myself mentally and expand my capacities for work through regular training. Number three, I will not waste time. Time is money in all aspects. Number four, I will not waste the money of the department. Money is hard fought and should be treated as a precious resource. Number five, I will set goals that I will strive toward each day. Number six, I will excel at my job in order to become the number one in the industry. Number seven, I will be humble and not allow my ego to negatively impact my decisions. Number eight, I will put the team before myself in all situations. I will help my team achieve their goals to the best of my ability and treat them with the utmost respect. Number nine, I will control my emotions and not allow my emotions to negatively impact my decisions. Number 10, I will be ready to serve the team and our customers at all times, regardless of whether I feel like it or not. And then on the very bottom here, it says commitment to excellence. So these are the, uh, the guidelines, the operational excellence guidelines that I've laid out for myself, that I've laid out for my team. You know, it's not just for me, it's, it's my expectations for the people who work for me as well. And uh, this can be used as a fantastic coaching tool, uh, but it can also be used as a way to guide the behaviors of people when you're not around and to guide the decisions of the people you manage when you're not around. Uh, they can take a look at this and say, well, uh, you know, based on this, I can't waste time because time is money. So I should make this decision, right? Or whatever it is, it, it, it can be a, a multitude of things. But if they have some commandments to go by, um, you know, you don't necessarily have to be hovering over them. They already know what your expectation is. And so, it was extremely important for us to have this in 2020. And of course, I've had this for a while. Um, so it was nice because everyone already knows what my expectations are, no matter, no matter what's burning down outside. You know, these are the fundamentals. The fundamentals are the absolute key to our successes in 2020. And they weren't all successes. We had a lot of failures. We had a lot of customers who just completely went under, you know, that we would have never expected. 
and we lost a lot of business, but we also, we also won a lot of business. You know, we also realized that we can't just rely on the things that we've done in the past to let us skate through the year and ride the wave of the economy. You know, the past four years, that economic wave has really made us look really good. You know, truth be told. So to say that your growth was induced by you or was it induced by the economic wave, that positive economic wave. So we learned to, to reach out and uh, expand our operations. And these guidelines helped us make the right decisions to be able to do that. So that was number four, which is fundamentals are key. All right. The last one, number five, is the power of clarity is immense. And I'm talking about clarity on the mission, clarity on how to act, how to feel, how to react, and all in accordance with who we are as a team. You know, this is why I posted uh, that 2021 business planning guide. You have to have a, a North Star, a guiding light, and you never know what's going to happen. You know, we saw that this year. But if you don't have a plan already in place, you're going to lose. You're going to lose whether there's a pandemic or whether there's not a pandemic. And by the way, staying the same is losing. That is losing. So if you're staying the same, if you're going into 2021 without a plan after everything that's happened, you know, and by the way, partsinnovations.com, there's a, a free course, just as all of my courses are. It is completely free and it gives you all of the tools necessary to plan your year. If you can't take 10 minutes of your time to line those things out, you're going to lose. And you might as well not even be listening to this podcast because this is not for you. You know, th th this, is, this is for people who are pushing the boundaries, who are attacking, and they understand the power of clarity, the power of having an actual plan. So clarity means that you know how to stay the course. You know how to stay on the path because you've outlined the path. If you have not outlined the path, you have no clarity. You have no clarity and you will lose. Your competitors will dominate you. And maybe you don't care. You know, maybe you're, uh, maybe you're someone who just, just sort of relies on what their service department does and, and calls it a day. And, and as I said, if, if that is you, this probably is not the right podcast for you. I know from experience and from talking to, to most people who listen to what I have to say that, that most people, uh, that is not them. But what I'm telling you right now is that I'm giving you the tools necessary. And I'm not saying that they're the greatest tools in the world. I'm not saying that you can't find better, but I'm saying that it's better than nothing. I'm saying that you need to get on to that course if you haven't already and you owe it to your team to have a path going forward, especially coming out of this year. So those are the five things that, that I learned in 2020. And those are the things that I'm going to keep in mind as I progress through 2021. And again, I owe it to my team to adjust as a leader, to pivot as a leader and to get better for them, to get better for their families. The fact that we lost some business this year rests on my shoulders. Um, and on the other side, the fact that we gained a lot of business, you know, I, I take ownership of that as well. 
Uh, and so does my team. They know that they're a pivotal part in all of those things. But take some ownership, have some clarity going into 2021. Um, you know, we are early, early, early January. We're hoping for a huge year this year. Um, but it's going to take some reflection on our part as the leaders, as the parts managers of our businesses to figure out what we didn't do right last year. And I know there's a lot, but write those things down, do some reflection. You know, what are the five things that you learned? Can you think back and, and put your ego aside and actually look at how you failed last year? And if the answer is that you didn't, well, then again, you need to put your ego aside. We all failed somehow last year. So check out the uh, business planning course on partsinnovations.com. You can find it on my LinkedIn as well. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I, I, I hope that you go back and do some reflection yourself and uh, take these principles into 2021.